You know, I want to give my wife uh, the opportunity to give a word of testimony because wives are very important in the ministry. <laughs> Vital. <laughs> Vital important. Yes. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity to be with you. And especially thank you for your prayers during these last 36 years. I know some of you are young people, but the ones that start praying since the very beginning and the ones that are praying now, thank you very, very much. Well, I want to talk a little bit about my ministry uh, my, right now. Uh, it's with women mainly and uh, children, but not, not as much with children because I already trained somebody else to work with children and I am mainly working with women. Uh, and the importance, the power of prayer. Uh, I teach the women the word of God, but I also teach them to pray. Make them prayer warriors, because we find out that this is the most important thing. Teach the word, but teach them to pray, right? And the story about the, the women ministry that Miriam Garoni has there, I start with my mother. While we were working in Argentina, uh, my mother was in Uruguay, lived, she lived in Uruguay, and she witnessed around her, her neighbors, right? Everybody around her was, she was witnessing, witnessing, and so she prepared, she put the seat there and prayed for her neighbors. So in 19, in 2000, my mother went to be with the Lord. So I was witnessing to her, and my mother was already witness for, to her for many years, and she accepted Christ. She was the result, the fruit of my mother's labor in her life. Laura was saved then, after my mother's funeral. That was so impressed, because she really understood, she discerned spiritually what it was, the, the death of
mother accepted Christ too. These three women uh, are like our co-workers during these years because they really are prayer warriors. They love to witness. They love the Lord, first of all. And they pray and they go around all the neighbors and everybody and they work for the Lord. They are missionaries. Yeah? They are not full-time missionaries like we are, but they are missionaries. They are working for the Lord. So we consider them our co-workers. You know that Laura had a daughter, um, sister, Claudia, and she started witnessing to her, and she started attending the ladies' meeting, and Claudia got, was saved. But one year after, she was, uh, yes, one year after she got saved, she went to be with the Lord in her sleep. She was sleeping, never woke up. You know, she was 62 years old. And that was tremendous blessing. I mean, not that, that she was gone, but the testimony he left. That, that was something, Claudia. Then other uh, sons and daughters of, La of Laura that live in another town, they also accepted Christ and grand grandchildren accepted Christ in another towns. So we can tell you a lot of things about all this multiplication, you know, the souls, how God works, and how God answers prayers. We are so amazed to see the work of the Lord, you know, in souls, answering prayers. And then another thing, that is uh, very, very interesting is how the Lord works in all our neighborhood. I started visiting neighbors that I knew from years when I was a child, and some of them elderly people, but they really start listening. And the Lord start, we pray, and the Lord start working in their hearts. Now the neighborhood knows that there is a testimony in the right there in our home, and we really praise the Lord for that. I wish I have three hours more to tell you, but my husband, you hear, he, he says, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when he says like that, it's my time is over. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, and thank you again for your prayers. Keep Amen. praying. I smile because it's such a privilege to be with you. We have been looking for this opportunity for a long time. And first of all, thank you again. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your love, for your faithful support to our ministry, and for the fellowship that we have in the gospel. I have a lot to tell you. It's good that I don't speak too much English. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> you can imagine after 36 years serving the Lord, we have a lot. You can imagine the amount of experiences and testimonies that we have kept in our hearts. And, but I have a problem with this message. I don't like to talk about myself. When I get to a pulpit, I want to talk about Jesus. 
And I have another problem, uh, preaching in English. I need to preach by faith, absolutely by faith. You know why? Because I know what I want to say, but I never sure that I said what I wanted to say. <laughs> and worse than that, I don't know if you understand, if you understand what I wanted to say. But in this case, I have to tell you what the Lord has been doing through us during all these years, how many blessings we have seen in the ministry that you will rejoice with us. We have been almost 36 years serving the Lord. First of all, 22 years in Argentina, in the city of Corrientes. Now the last 10 years, we went back to our country, Uruguay. And the Lord gave us a lot of opportunities in many ways, many ministries. First of all, we put a lot of emphasis in evangelism. And we did a lot of door-to-door -door visitation, giving away thousands of tracts, uh, Christian literature. And we had a lot of children Bible clubs in different neighborhoods. And of course, teaching and uh, motivating believers to witness to their relatives and friends and uh, in the places of work and the places of study. And then as the Lord gave us the privilege to see some souls coming to know the Lord, another aspect came as a priority and was discipleship. And we spent many hours and hours teaching young people especially uh, on a personal relationship, you know, not only giving them, uh, preparing them for their life, but also uh, teaching them and encourage them to serve the Lord. And the Lord bless us in many ways. From Corriente, three couples became graduated in the Bible Institute and then became full-time missionaries, church church planters, and I brought with me one example, Tito Ramirez, who later married my daughter, Adriana, and became my son-in-law. I trained him well. <laughs> and now I tell you, he was a great help in our ministry in Corrientes, and the Lord opened many doors, as he said today. And now, as the years went by, another ministry, we have been blessed with serving also, uh, encouraging and uh, restoring brothers and sisters with different problems. And that was uh, in our small groups uh, ministry, you know. Uh, the small groups has been a place of rest and spiritual strengthening and in love and rejoicing in the Lord and studying his word and especially in a fervent ministry of prayer. And you know, we have many kind of fruits. We have a lot of fruit here in the States. What a blessing to think 
hundreds of brethren and churches praying for us. You have been fighting the good fight with us, the good fight of faith. Dear brothers and sisters, this is a tremendous result. Your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And things like it happened with your pastor, Pastor Trepanier, when he comes to our country in 2008. It was such a blessing to have him ministering to our people there. And during all these years, I have learned many things. I have learned, of course, from the Bible, but also I have learned from experience. In many ways, the Lord teach you. And I want to share with you three things. First of all, that it pays to be faithful to the purity of the gospel. You see, I can identify with the Apostle Paul going to the regions like Asia and large cities like Corinth when he wrote to the church later and he says in the passage we read together, for I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And we know what he meant with Christ crucified. A few chapters later, chapter 15, verse three and four, he wrote, for I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Since we arrived in Corrientes in 1979, um, also now in Uruguay, the Lord gave me the idea to print a piece of literature, a track that I entitled, Shall I Go to Heaven? Shall I Go to Heaven? It's an important question, especially in our countries with most of the religious understanding comes from the Roman Catholicism. Well, it's an important question for anybody. Now, the word of God declares that nobody can recognize Christ as savior if he or she doesn't understand that he is a sinner. Recognize the truth of Romans 3:23, for all have sinned and come short from the glory of God. Nobody can really be safe. Nobody can be able to become a child of God if he doesn't understand that he or she is a sinner, that he needs forgiveness and he needs salvation. And the Bible teaches this very, very clearly in many passages. First Timothy 1.15, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am 
chief. Jesus, the Son of God, is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Now, you go to the mission field, and you know it is hard. It's hard to expose, expose people to their sin. To tell you, to point to them, they are indifference, or they are idolatry, or the errors of their false religion, and the eternal damnation that is pending on their souls. And once in a while, you wonder, how in the world are we going to plant a church in, with this kind of teaching? But you know, blessed be the Lord, we are not alone. The Holy Spirit is working, working with us and for us. And what a blessing as you see people listen the gospel, as you preach to them, souls repenting from their sins and coming to know the Lord as their personal Savior. And you know why it pays to be faithful to the purity of the gospel? Because once a sinner really got saved listening to the true gospel, he will be faithful believer that strives for holiness. And we missionaries, we are concerned not only with establishing a church, but more than this, I'm concerned with building a church that pursues sanctification and brings glory to God. And you know how difficult the situation is in these days. I'm very happy to see many young people among you. And you know the Lord of temptations and problems and difficulties. But what a blessing to see souls coming to know the Lord. We had so many experiences, wonderful situations. I remember now before I came to preach here, I came to my mind so many testimonies. And I would like to share some at least. I remember the dear brother Alberto. Alberto uh, was a carpenter. He came to our home to, this, to do some work in our home, and he was a young fellow, 34 years old, and I started witnessing to him, and later on he was diagnosed with cancer. That was in 2002. And we started visiting him, first of all in the hospital, and then in, in his home. And since that time, he was very open to the gospel. And not only uh, we saw his need, not only because of his sickness, but also because his lost condition. And we praise the Lord. In December 202, he accepted Christ as his Savior. And I hardly can tell you how he witnessed to everybody. He fight the sickness for little more than two years. 
and was such a blessing. Every time I went to his home, I was with such a feeling of this chorus man, and he was happy. <laughs> he was witness everybody. Even he said, thanks God for this sickness, because through, through this, I came to know the Lord as my Savior. It was such a blessing. And then other people. We have now a couple coming uh, to us through the witness of one of our ladies. One of our ladies, a kind of elderly lady, witness to a man in the feria. You know, a feria is a market, open-air market that we have in our neighbor every Wednesday. And this lady witnessed to a man that sells plants in the feria. And he attended uh, one of our meetings, started attending our small group. And later on, not too late after, he accepted the Lord. And he had such a joy and peace and is such a wonderful testimony. But I want to, te to tell you about Alice. Alice is Eduardo's sister. He, uh, she was invited by her brother, and she came in 2008. And after a few weeks, she accepted the Lord. And you won't believe what a change. Alice gave his testimony. I live in depression my whole life. And now I live such a miserable life until I know Jesus as my Savior. And you won't recognize her. And her husband, he also accepted the Lord. And they come, it's amazing, they come to our home from another town 25 miles apart. They travel in two buses, one hour each, and they come every Sunday and mostly every Wednesday for prayer meetings, and it's such a blessing. We are working in different ways. The Lord is blessing in many testimonies. In the last few years, a pastor, Mario Chilis, and her wife and three daughters, they start attending our group and meeting with us. Mario was a pastor for many years, he left his church in good hands to become an evangelist. He now is visiting small towns uh, inside the country. And he goes there and do a lot of door-to-door -door visitation, making a lot of contacts, follow them by phone. And he's meeting with us, helping us in our ministry too. And they become a branch of our group, and we pray for them and encourage them and help with their expenses, and it's such a blessing to see how the Lord is using now for extend our ministry. You know, I learned many other things. I learned that it pays to trust the Lord for your needs. You know, the missionary endeavor is a grand enterprise. There are many expenses involved in many ways. 
many aspects of the work that demands uh, resources. And we have seen wonderful things in this way. There in Corrientes, we started the meetings in our living room. And probably I told you this before. We have four chairs and we have a, a armchair for two people and we have a trunk. We put two people in the trunk. We sit them in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> and then we put two bricks and a table and sit four people there. And then we didn't have any more seats, and we were praying, and here came Justo, a carpenter, and he built pews for the, for the small group, for the church. And Justo and Chucky, they have six children, and one of them, Gabriel, was born after they have uh, become members in our church, and Gabriel now, he's a studying engineer, and he is one of the leaders in the church. After so many years, he became one of the leaders in the church. And you can see how the Lord provided. Provided for the church to build a building. It's a three-store building there in Corrientes. And now in so many ways, we have given away thousands of Bibles and New Testaments and publish uh, literature, uh, all the materials for the Bible Institute, and so forth. It pays to trust the Lord for your needs. And especially, it pays, I learned another thing, the vital importance of prayer. Oh, the prayer meetings, what a blessing. I learned this since I was saved. Was in a church in Montevideo, started by an American missionary many years ago. And you know, after I got saved, in a few weeks, I listened Tuesday, 7 o'clock, the prayer meeting. And the pastor taught a short message on prayer every Tuesday. And then ladies went to several rooms in the Sunday school classes, and women stay in the sanctuary. Sometimes 40, 45 men. And they prayed. And it was like heaven was open. And I learned, I learned the importance of prayer. And now we follow the same. We meet every Wednesday. I teach for 10, 15 minutes, I teach on prayer, and we pray. The meeting starts 7 o'clock and usually ends 9.30 or 10, and we pray. We pray for you. We pray for your church. We pray for your country. We know the problems you are facing as Christians, and we trust the Lord. And this is the main purpose of our fellow, to beseech your prayers. And thank you, because we know that you are praying for us, and the Lord is answering your prayers in many ways. And thank you, thank you very much for this opportunity. May the Lord bless his work.
Father, we thank you. We thank you for the fellowship that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, what a blessing to be part of the family of God. Thank you for thy word. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother.